The legends are true. But overwhelming power! The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. Hey everyone, big news from the boys of the last podcast on the left. Check out the last comic book on the left, our most sinister comic anthology. It now has a volume two. Please pre-order now at Z2comics.com. We have an even bigger stable of artists and talent and writers and everyone that we did for the first one, although the first one is fucking amazing and it's still available on Z2comics.com, but we're asking you to go pre-order number two, Z2comics. Scott.com. You're gonna like the way you read. <laughs> All right, everyone. Thank you so much. Hail yourselves. Hail Satan. Hail Gee. <laughs> I don't know how to feel. Welcome to Riverdale Roundup. I don't know. I loved it. Answered the Zoom invite, and MJ was like, I don't know. Are you, did you hate this or did you love it? And yet, still, my answer is, I don't know. We don't, and I don't know either, but we also have. <laughs> One key piece of information, which is important, I think, to everybody in this community, which is that Jeff loved it. Loved this episode. Jeff loved it. Jeff was like, this is what they should have been doing the entire time. And I was like, Re-? I was so <laughs> should they confused. I had to pause this episode five or six times to be like, wait, what's happening? Yeah. What's going on? Because, y'all, we asked for answers. And they were given. What? And what? they were Why would you plentiful. Save all your answers for one for like episode. twenty episodes in, after everyone has spent the last however many the fuck episodes we've spent not understanding anything. Like, get trickle your answers out a little yes. bit instead yes. of putting them all in one single episode. Especially when Jeff was like, "Now this all makes sense," and I was like, "But Does how?" It? Does it, Jeff? <laughs> And I trust Jeff. <laughs> I do too. Because, because he's, like, he's got a steel trap memory. Yes. He's like, because this happened and then this happened. And like now, see, these things make sense. And I was just like, I don't remember any of that. Jeff is. I'm always <laughs> high when I watch Riverdale this, this, and I shouldn't right. be. This is the thing. <laughs> Jeff is 100% more sober than either of so us. So sober. And, and and that's just in in life. I'm all, yes. I am now, unfortunately, devastatingly sober whenever I watch Riverdale. Um, Very because sad. I just have to be. Otherwise, I cannot talk about it on a podcast because it doesn't make me. sense. And so you have to. <laughs> how can you watch something that doesn't make any sense, you know, at, at, while you're blazed or whatever, and then go try to talk about it? You're like, no. So I um, I fucking study it like it's a text. And still, my brain is just not sharp enough anymore to be able to no. watch this show and then report back what I saw. Like I was telling Jackie, like. When I 
was teaching, you know, the, there's all these different pedagogical levels of like how you know somebody has really, really learned something. And the way that I always knew that a kid had learned something I had taught them is if they could teach it, you know, so I would invite right. kids like you come up and you teach how to do this game. And, you know, and then you could see, could they really explain it? Did they understand it thoroughly enough to be able to explain it to somebody else? And that's the problem here at Riverdale Roundup. Do we understand Don't know. this episode thoroughly enough to explain it to somebody else? And I think the answer is no. I think the answer might be no, but we're going to really try. We're going to try. Because I need everyone to know it's not our fault. No, no. This episode... There was so, so, you think so much happens in a normal episode of Riverdale. Let me just say at one point, Ethel shows up. Remember yeah, Ethel? <laughs> and then Jeff did say, he's like, wait, I thought Ethel died. I was like, no, Barb died. Ethel, I was like, you're being fattest right now. And also, <laughs> I, I could say this is a fat woman. And I was like, is it? Like, because Ethel's the only one that knows all this stuff going on. And I was like, is it in the world of Riverdale, the fatter you are, the smarter you are? Because that's not in the world of this couch right now. Because I don't understand. <laughs> And what the hell is going on? And I thought that was hilarious of me to say. Well, but to defend, I agree. I agree with you on the general poor. The actor who plays Barb slash Ethel is like, I feel like Hollywood is at the same time like, wow, we casted a fat woman. And I'm do like, do you see what we did? By, oh, victory I lap, hate it. You know, so bad. but then they like treat her like shit in both shows. Like yes. both shows are like, it's like how black people and gay people got treated in films in the 80s where it's just like, you know that the black person's going to die. To die like, in a horror movie. Yes. Like the fat person. That's just now. It's just like, we have cast a fat woman. You're welcome. And then <laughs> she dies, you know. That's why I hate This Is Us. Yeah. I'm like, did you see? Did you see? She's actually fat. Like, oh, wow, brava. <laughs> so happy It's for very you. sad. She's it's actually fat. She's life. so sad. It's the saddest show on television. <laughs> but aren't you glad that we cast someone who is fat? Wow. Let me get on my knees. <laughs> I am so... And then even, if you think that, though... Same in Riverdale, where Mr. Cypher, who is the devil, I think, yeah. and Percival have the same non-accent where well, they talk like <laughs> yes. this. High school theater but they kid accent. Evil. Yeah. <laughs> it's high school theater kid accent where just like yes. everybody just did a British accent for some reason. Like oh, no matter what the play yes. was, it could be a Neil Simon play and they would be doing a British accent. Like that affectation. <laughs> Yeah, who the hell is fucking Mr. Cypher? I know we've seen him before. Where the fuck has Ethel been? Like, literally, when was the last time we saw her? I think two seasons ago, and why is she here? Why was she being so mean to Jughead? Like... I remember that they have some issues, but I really don't. I mean, you can't expect us, Riverdale. We are we are hanging on by a thread, trying to understand what's going on right now. You're going to bring in some shit that happened with Ethel three years ago? Years ago. Years ago. I don't remember. I don't remember. We've been through a pandemic, Riverdale. Give our brains some more space, Riverdale. But no, we get every answer in one <laughs> episode. Because we find out why Percival Pickens is here, who Percival Pickens is. Kind of. Even though, kind of. Okay, guys, strap in. Oh my God, Because we are going to attempt to explain what happened in this episode of This is an explainer episode. Wow, it is. All right, so the, the central question we have grappled with here on this season of Riverdale Roundup is, 
who the fuck is Percival and why should we fucking care, right? Who do we, and, and you know what that, I will say, we still, I'm, I'm gonna maybe speak for myself, <laughs> I still don't care. Oh, I still don't care at all. That's, <laughs> and that's why I'm so confused by Jeff loving this episode because ultimately, <laughs> when you get a big reveal about a character who you don't give a shit about, how satisfying can it be, you know? It was the Stephen King homage. So this is the whole thing, is at least like this whole season. He's like, don't you see? He's like, it should have been this the entire time. He just kept saying, it should have been this the entire time. It was like, I, okay. I agree with because, him Because, all right, that. y'all, this episode, portals, yeah. immortality. Dimensions. There's dimensions. It's like, they, it was all coming to this. And I see where he's saying that he's like, they should have had all of this. They should have explained this 15 episodes yes. ago and then play with it. Yes. Then you have this whole sci-fi thing and it split like even this episode explains why they they have supernatural powers and everything. And he's like, that could have been a great jumping off point for a lot. But instead they kept us all in the weeds and then smacked us in the face. And I can't speak to about the Dark Tower. I have not read the Dark Tower, it is the you know, the tomb of Stephen King books. And he just kept talking at me. I'm sorry, Jeff, <laughs> if you're listening to this, about the, about how there, it was just all an homage to Stephen King and how like, you know, even Ethel and how he's how she's treating Jughead. It's like, oh, that's like, you know, oh, it's the the writer trapped by the woman in the bunker. It's like, oh, it's almost like a little misery there. And there's like all of this and like explaining how like, no, he's like the man. I, I don't know if he said it was like the man in black. I can't speak towards it. Or if it was the gunslinger. I'm not sure which one. <laughs> um, But he told me about it. A lot. <laughs> I well, I appreciate the Stephen <laughs> King references, but we can't be expected to have a hundred percent encyclopedic knowledge of Stephen King no. just to watch Riverdale. I'm happy I guess Jeff assume. does. I've I've read approximately I don't know three to four Stephen King books and probably seen six to seven movies based on Stephen yeah. King books. All right, so Percival Pickens is immortal, like a baby Anthony. Right. He's immortal because during the Crucible era, essentially, I don't remember which century that is, back in the day, let's I'm say. I'm going to say long 1600s. Time ago, 1600s, sure, I like it. <laughs> and with, like back in the day where all of the, like, the old school Riverdale people that we already met during the Abigail Blossom time right. period. The pioneers, the Puritans. Yes. Against sorcery, which that was one thing that Jeff had to pause because he laughed about it so much when um, Percival Pickens was talking about all of the pilgrims on like that came over and they were like, and they all wanted equality and they were against slavery, but I wasn't. And Jeff paused it was like, there's no way pilgrims were all about equality and against slavery, but we can keep You're going. Right. Like, he did. had to pause no, it. Totally. To say yeah. That. Percival has this speech that's like, oh, the idealistic colonists and their like liberal values. And it's like, oh, no, they fucking what? get it. What, what are you talking Puritans? about? You mean the ones who then did slavery and the Salem witch trials? You think those yes. were the progressives? Excuse yes. me. And slaughtered a whole. Just <laughs> yeah, right. Many, Not to mention the fucking genocide. People. Of yes. indigenous peoples. Yeah. The, what what sort of weird oh, revision? They wanted too much peace is happening with that line. I'm glad that you brought that up. I forgot about that. Like that what, was all Jeff. Jeff like had liberals, to pause the episode to yell about the it. For liberal a bit. Puritans. No. Those liberal Puritans. So Percival's like, those liberal Puritans, I want to do my sorcery. So he's doing like he's doing witchcraft on like 
but like just like sit like innocent people right and he, they yeah, find out but this is all the other things like he's mo- what motivates percival he's like, i just Don't love know. evil like yes they loved equality but i loved evil so evil. i like did my sorcery just to be evil it's just such a yes. vague motivation so vague, all of this. Uh, don't even get me started on what is it like the the sacred space of Percival will get there <laughs> of what he's really trying to do. So he wants to do sorcery and they get pissed off. So they put him in the stockade. They leave him out in the woods and they leave him to die. L- Mr. Cypher comes, which yes, like Lou Cypher. I forgot Mr. About Cypher comes, Cypher offers him immortality for his soul. And also, like, and his freedom. And so that's this whole thing. Percival's like, I've been traveling forever, uh, trying to out get away from Mr. Cypher because he can't take my soul if I can't die. He can't break my soul. He can't, he can't break, break my, my soul. soul. <laughs> yeah, and then the Beyonce started playing, and it was just a whole, <laughs> it was a whole thing. No, never for Percival. Percival doesn't <laughs> isn't allowed to have it. So he travels for many Many, 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 many years. <laughs> While this is happening, there's other Pickens in the world that are also doing bad. Remember, like, the Tabitha episode where she's going back through time and Percival and, like, his ancestors have always been evil. Right. But what we found out in this episode is that... Uh, that was all him, though, right? Because he's immortal? I don't know if it is him because he is not in the dimension of Riverdale. Right. He lives in the dimension of Rivervale, everybody. Right, 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 right. This is where shit gets really fucking, you know, light up, sit back, get ready. Wow. Yeah. Percival Pickens was going to go destroy Rivervale and not Riverdale. Right. And when he was on his way back... That's when the explosion happened as he was entering River Vale because he was like, I'm going to go in. And he still, yes, he was going to do the whole ghost train thing. He was going to do all of this shit, but he was going to do it in River Vale because in River Vale, supernatural things exist. That's normal. Which, and let's re- review what happened in River Vale as we saw it which is also again it's like river riverdale you cannot expect us to all remember everything about rivervale it was already like 6 months ago or something but like rivervale as when we were there was like oh there's that witch lady who comes out of the water and like everyone's burning each other at the stake and like uh you know a bunch of people were all of our main characters were dying and like a bunch of crazy shit happened in every episode of Rivervale but that's Percival's normal universe that's his home universe Rivervale and he has jumped universes or dimensions or whatever. Gideon suggested that we have a have Holden explain the difference between a universe, a dimension, and a realm. Um, <laughs> because Oh, I love our partners. <laughs> the things they add into our brains. I, okay. I, I was trying to tell Gideon about all this and he's like, well, did he jump from a different universe or is it just a different dimension? And I was like, I don't fucking understand oh, the so difference. So it is a different, this is a multiverse then because these are going on concurrently and I think a different dimension is a whole different thing rather than different things along the same timeline right right so i guess right the river veil i'm sorry everyone i think we're talking about universes universes yes that that can that that 
But this is, yeah, I don't know. We really I don't do. know, though, because like, where, what was this explosion? Like, so you guys remember, the explosion is what gave them their supernatural powers. And right. it's because of the explosion that Percival Pickens doesn't go back to Rivervale. He winds up in Riverdale and he's like, well, I guess I'm going to be evil here instead. Yeah, so he, from his point of view, Riverdale is the alternate dimension. Correct. Or universe. And so he shows up anyway, but in that explosion when they get the superpowers uh-huh back when Hiram oh no it's because Hiram did the explosion right so when Hiram put off that explosion they get their superpowers it was because the reason why it didn't cleanly split yeah this makes I'm sorry this part makes no fucking sense so I'm looking forward to you trying to explain it this is what mean Ethel explained to us this is what mean Ethel explains because when we were watching Rivervale, sorry guys, when we were watching Rivervale, there was a narrator of sorts who's a bit of an omniscient narrator in the form of a separate Jughead. We already knew there were three Jugheads. So that Jughead in the bunker is the omniscient narrator of all of the universes. He was the kind of and he's Twilight forever Zone in that bunker, esque the host. host. Yeah. And for some reason, even though he's the omniscient narrator of the worlds here, he still has a thing for his ex-girlfriend that he has in one of the many worlds that he over over like presides over. Right. Slash also cares about his friend Archie. So for some reason, despite yeah, seemingly never having interfered with the world of Riverdale before. Like, there's never been any bleed between the universes until this one explosion happens, and and Rivervale's omniscient narrator, Jughead, decides to call Riverdale's Betty to warn her. And even though that didn't stop the explosion... Didn't stop the explosion. For some reason, that phone call created a bleed between... A fissure. A fissure between the worlds. And so in that fissure came Percival Pickens and the ability for the supernatural. In, and right, like the, that's the supernatural norm that is the norm in River Vale fissured and bled over into the non-supernatural world of Riverdale. Correct. So now it's almost like a, a noxious gas has been let into the world of Riverdale. Where they out, where now supernatural things exist. I think it's very funny that Percival's like, ah, Riverdale, Rivervale, either way, want to be evil. <laughs> like that really puts that puts me in a weird head place. And it's not only so so that is all true, everything we just said, but also the other Jughead. I'm not sure how all these things that can be true at the same time. So, so such one, an upset, such a confusing episode. I can't believe how difficult this is to explain. It's so it's hard a, to a forty explain. minute television episode. Yeah, it's so difficult to explain. So, so all everything we just said is true about the explosion. The omniscient narrator Jughead made the call that opened up the fissure between River Vale and Riverdale. But also the other Jughead in River Vale is a very successful comic book artist, illustrator, author, who has also sold his own his soul to the devil, differently than Trapped in the Bunker Jughead, right? And that Jughead, right. like, 
is doing very well for himself, works at Pops, writes at Pops. He's the most successful, famous comic book author in the world. And also the reason that the Riverdale people have their powers is because the other Jughead in Rivervale writes them as comic book characters in his books. Called the Super Teens. So he's known for the Super Teens books that are essentially created the superpowers of the teen or the adults in Riverdale. Right. And so Rivervale's successful Jughead created these, the super teens, created their powers. Rivervale's trapped in a bunker Jughead basically writes the... Like that part, I don't that, understand. What is the really he right? I don't understand that and part. he's because he tells Riverdale's Jughead when Riverdale's Jughead comes back through that it says, like, Oh, you've been stealing my stories, you've been I don't stealing the stories of Rivervale. And because Jughead's like, I've been hearing the stories from Rivervale, but I, I, what I'm confused about is, is it is it successful Rivervale Jughead who is shaping Riverdale's reality, or is it? unsuccessful trapped in a bunker Rivervale's Jughead who's shaping reality. I think it's unsuccessful trapped in a bunker's version of River, I guess. Uh-huh. Who's putting the story ideas in his head? Ah, uh, right, right. He's kind of like the one who's like the... Uh, but how do we even find this out? It right. made me really... Right. It kind of made me sad because it reminded me that in the world of Rivervale, Nana Rose's soul and mind went into Cheryl's body after Cheryl's soul and bo- like soul and mind went into abigail blossom the they trapped her in, in there the doll, remember that right? episode yeah and they find out because <laughs> poor um oh what's her what's her name oh the the cute oh, little queer britta. girl britta Britta is still living at Thornhill in River Vale. And Britta's like, sir, can you sign my comic book? And Jughead's like, oh my God, it's the Super Teens. It's based on us. Throws the book back at her. Doesn't sign it. At least sign it. I know you're not the same Jughead Jones, but can't you sign it for the girl? Right. So she's the one who explains, oh, your Jughead always sits in the booth at Pops. And then she's like, right, here's Cheryl Blossom. But when you, when they transported the soul of Abigail Blossom or to of Cheryl of Nana Roses, <laughs> I don't even know. Basically, even Cheryl matter. has the glassy eye and has dementia because she's Which not really Cheryl. Scary. She's she's Nana. Yes, y'all. This is a a drop in the bucket. There's so many <laughs> yeah, other things to explain about this episode. Like that's why even as I'm saying, I'm like, why am I even talking yeah, about Cheryl right. being Nana Rose? It's not even I'm important. Like, There's so this episode Riverdale writers. Why, why couldn't you have peppered it in? Why couldn't you have just peppered it in? It is impossible to absorb this amount of information at once. So, right. So that you're right. That's, it's not even consequential. It's like, Oh yeah. in this, in this universe, Cheryl's fucking incapacitated. How is anyone anyway. watching this episode? Just going like, Oh, that's Riverdale and ready to watch the next episode. Like, I would just be like, I can't do it anymore. If we didn't do this show, I'd be like, I can't do this anymore. I, I'm breaking up with you, Riverdale. I can't break up with Riverdale. We, we are, can. we're tied to Riverdale. Yeah, we're, we're. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. 
the most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! And participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last. And so they go talk to Jughead and the and the and Pop, successful above ground Jughead, and he's like, "Oh yeah, this is my these are my comic books. I sold my soul to the devil, yada yada yada." And so then, meanwhile, Jughead and um, Tabitha are just like, "Okay, we've like easily figured out how to travel between the portals now. So let's just oh, because we didn't even back. say it because Jughead realized that not only is he a mind reader, but he is a portal." creator right so jughead can make portals now and he's like remember just like remember tabitha just like when you said that like oh i'm a time traveler but not you're like really an angel which i completely forgot that tabitha is the guardian angel of riverdale right because that doesn't does that mean she's not a person though like does that mean who knows she's an ethereal being and not a person I don't know. They've never explained it. They just said it like it was like a like a drop. Like, oh, you're the guardian angel. Remember? Oh, but like, what? What does that mean? Right? Is she dead? Has she never been alive? Don't know. But she's now portal hopping with Jughead, so that's how they're able to do this. And they get to talk to Jughead, and that was a whole weird because apparently she created a time loop. I didn't understand yeah, she what was got happening. Tabitha like, stuck at a quote unquote stuck I in a time loop. T- stuck in a time loop. And I was like, what about that Tabitha? You just left her in a time loop. And then right, but now it's important to know that Jughead and Tabitha now can just they can just portal hop. So they're just like, all right, we got what we need. Let's go back to Riverdale. And so they go back to Riverdale and they go and tell all their friends, like, hey, guess what we learned? Blah, blah, blah. And so all of... One thing I liked about this episode is that it was like the whole band's back together. You know, like Cheryl, Veronica, Betty, everybody's together and they're like, all right, what are we going to do? You know, how are we going to stop this war? Also, meanwhile... All of this is being facilitated by Alice Cooper interviewing Percival on a TV show, and he's just telling all of this, like, this is my backstory. This is the part... Percival's backstory, as it is told in this episode, that's the part that should have been spread throughout the entire... Like, the entire... This season of Riverdale should have had a narration by Percival, the way that Rivervale had a narration by you know, Bunker Jughead. Right. Because he brainwashes Alice, tells her that they, that he needs to tell his story because remember, he's also the mayor now. I keep forgetting that he is the mayor because he's not doing a lot of mayoral things outside (laughs) of that damn ghost train, I tell you what. But we find out at least outside of the interview. Like, so what, what happens? So this, so as he's talking about like, his background, how he's immortal, how General Augustus Pickens, who is his ancestor, but in Riverdale, not in Rivervale, General Augustus Pickens, who is evil, is in the suite hereafter. This is comes from, oh God, my brain. This information comes from Jason Blossom, who we do get to hear speak who in does this have episode. A voice. Because I completely forgot last episode, because so much happened, that Cheryl brought back 
Jason and Polly right. from oh the suite year after. So as you know, first thing you do, I just brought my brother back from the dead. I'm going to paint a sensual picture of him. <laughs> and that is what Cheryl was doing as she talked to him, which was very uncomfortable. I was like, man, I should be painting Henry Moore lounging on a chaise. Like, I think I need that in my life. A, very, a great Cheryl line. And she's like, as much as I love sitting in companionable silence with you, brother. And it's like, <laughs> yeah, you've been separated by death for like six years. Don't you want to talk to each other? Tell something. Ask a couple. Questions. And then he, so, she asked a question, and he's like, "Oh yeah, here." Like I thought maybe he couldn't speak. Remember last week we were like, yes. "Is he incapable of speaking?" I thought that he was incapable of speaking. He just doesn't have a lot to say, I guess. No, he doesn't. So what she tells her is that General Augustus Pickens has been drafting dead, strapping souls from the suite hereafter to fight to use the ghost train to ship them. From the suite hereafter to Riverdale. And why? So that they can fight against the living uh-huh. in the battle of good and evil. I'm uh-huh. still, we, and we, I, I was about to say, we're still, con- I'm still confused over why. No, we know why. I'm just confused as to why. Still why. We know why. <laughs> it's good I'm versus still confused. evil. It's still, it's, it's good versus, that's the why, right? Evil. The reason evil. is, and the why is, Where my enemies are at my mercy, I want a land controlled by the dark arts, free from the laws that Uh, stifle the rest of this country, uh the sovereign state of Percival. Right. Okay. Go buy some land. Yeah, man. Just become one of those sovereign citizen people. Be a sovereign citizen. Why do you need to kill everybody and bring all the ghosts back from the year after if you just want a parcel of land Become a sovereign citizen. You could make all the laws you want in your own little land. You could do whatever the hell you and want. Before we started recording, Jackie and I were struggling to figure out the relationship between General Augustus Pickens, who is in the after sweet hereafter, and who lived, I think, also during the Crucible times, and Percival Pickens. They are two different people. I think that they are two different. I think in one dimension, ah, Percival right. Pickens is eternal. In our dimension, in Riverdale's dimension, he's just a many generations of evil humans. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. Uh Uh-huh. So I think that's what, so I think that they're just different dimension versions of each other that have gotten in cahoots together. Uh Uh-huh. This this is the weakest link to me. Like, good boy. <laughs> and we can't. It's hello. We are trapped here. This is our purgatory. And I am so happy that you are listening to this because now it's your purgatory as well. Yeah. If anybody wants to take a stab at the understanding this, you know, you know where to find us. You know where to find <laughs> us. You know where to find us. So we find all, all of this out during the interview with, the brainwashed Alice Cooper. Right. Because remember, he's brainwashed Uncle Daddy and Sheriff Keller and uh, now Alice Cooper. Yeah, that's not going to work out for you three, is it? No, it's not going to work out for Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing, because he's got to make the sovereign state of Percival. Also, you're not even going to call it the sovereign state of Pickens. Like, (laughs) at least put, like, your last name on it, the sovereign state of Percival. This is Jackieville. I (laughs) name it Jackieville, and I am the queen of Jackieville, and how dare you try to take it away from me? But, Jackie, we haven't even talked about the other person who returned from the suite hereafter, 
I Holly this is another part. Cooper. This is another part. And Betty walks in. Cheryl's like, sweet cousin, I got a big surprise for you. And Polly walk Betty walks in and sees Polly, her dead sister, who had been murdered by those wood people who were woods people who were ancestors of Cheryl's people, the blossom, you know, feral woodsman who murdered Polly. And she has an aura around her. Tell me what the aura means, Jackie. It means she's evil, doesn't it? No, because the red aura means she's evil. But the golden aura, because remember, I think this is this harkens from Betty's evil aura detection. Uh-huh. She detects that she's not evil, that she's actually radiating goodness. I think that because she is an angel. Polly. Right? <laughs> because she's dead. Like, so is oh, she back? I was back? so oh, thank God. I was I was like, she sees an aura. That means Polly is evil. But I forgot about the colors of the aura. Yes. Okay. So she would see red auras around the bad people. And remember when she looked in the mirror, she saw a red aura around herself because of the serial killer gene and so she's talking to polly and she's like polly i'm so sorry i totally like you like i did bad on you you got killed and polly's like i accept your apology it's all good and she's like oh, but i'm evil you can't accept my apology i've got i got serial killer genes and polly that like the rest of us is like get over it betty get move it. on you haven't even done that much bad stuff just like when veronica was like I have a higher body count than you. Polly was like, what have you even done that's bad? And Betty, who has spent the last fucking minute of every fucking day being like, I'm so evil. I'm so bad. Besides mentioning that she killed that fucking cat, she's like, I kissed Jughead and, or I kissed Archie in high school. That's what you... What makes That's you think what you're you bad? Think about? I Girl, go you to a thought, therapist. Yeah, I thought that this had to do with how many people you've killed. <laughs> you've killed. Like, what are you even upset about? And then Polly's like, it's fine. I'll wash your feet like Jesus, and then you'll be cleansed of your original sin slash serial killer gene. It's gone. And it works. I know that I shouldn't be as weirded out by that, but I was straight up just like, is it just the... Jesus thing of the washing of the feet? Yeah, why does Polly have the ability to literally wash away a gene? Because <laughs> I thought that it was like, I thought that that was like from a play, maybe like she's supposed to be like the role of like a an ethereal being being able to have that kind of power, but I thought that like the whole washing of the feet was like to be like, now you're with my crew and like you should treat all people like this, right? Like wasn't it a bit, like I don't understand, like can I just go wash somebody's feet? I know I'm not an angel, but be like, done. Say lucky up anymore. I mean, again, I don't have any familiarity with the text. Me of the neither. Bible, I'm trying to I... read about it right now as we're talking about. It. I'm like, I know there was something with the feet in the Bible. I know there's like the <laughs> disciple thing. And I think the symbolism of Jesus washing somebody washing the feet is that Jesus is is humbling himself and saying, like, even though I'm God, I'm not better than you. Like, right, but what does that have to do with Polly? Like, how does Polly, like, even though I'm dead, I'm not better than you? Like, what? 
I by washing your feet I can. Oh, look. and also because she was the the harlot of Babylon. That's why she was also upset. Yes, she's the right. She's of like Babylon. I'm the harlot of Babylon, and Polly's like, "Who cares? Who and cares like, about me, it? I have such a bad self esteem. I need everyone to tell me I'm not evil all the time." And Polly's yes. like, "Just stop!" And then she like cleans her feet, and then she's like, "Now, see there, it's gone." And then it's true. Betty has a gold aura around herself too. Yes. So now she is. Not evil anymore, so I guess Cured. she's get, like going to be able to fight on the side of the angels. So at least we got that taken Which, care. Of. Oh my god, I forgot! I forgot that earlier in the episode when Jughead and Tabitha were in the other dimension of Riverdale, and they're like, "Oh, you should go down the street. The battle of good and evil has already started." And it was the angel playing chess. With Mr. Cypher. Yes, the angel Raphael playing chess. But that was weird, that right? That was weird, but it's because in Riverdale, I guess, you don't need, in Rivervale, I mean, you don't need an actual battle of good and evil. You just need like a, everything is just symbolic there. They were like, oh, this is just, this is a, the fact that there is like a chess game going on called the battle between good and evil means that in Riverdale, that means the real battle of good and evil is going to be happening. This is really, I'm sorry, this is like when a 10-year-old tries to write like a really complicated novel, <laughs> you know, and they're and like. Then, and then, and then this <laughs> happens. And then, and then we're going to make this happen. Okay. And in Riverdale, like, oh. it's a real war, but for some reason in Rivervale, it's not a real war. It just doesn't not have to be war. a real war. I don't know why. Why does it have to be a chess game in Rivervale, but a war in Riverdale? I don't know. Yes, I don't know. I don't know. They're going after Percy the Perverse, and Percy the Perverse is the bad guy in the Super Teens comic books. So I like the name Percy the Perverse, though. Yeah, Percy the Perverse is fun. I just imagine him being like, with like sausages on his fingers. Trying to touch you with the sausages on his fingers. I like, okay, the things that I like, and I know we need to talk about the rest, the saving of the rescues and everything, but I want to just stop for a second to say the things that I liked and made sense in this episode are Jughead being like selling his soul, Rivervale Jughead selling his soul to become a successful comic book writer and then writing the comic books that control, like, that inform the stories of his friends in another dimension. That's cool. That's fun. That makes sense. Like, so I kind of like Jason and Polly returning from the sweet hereafter and having some, like, some light to shed on Riverdale and his dimension jumping. So, like, there are some, there are these pieces of things that are cool and interesting and make sense. But the problem is that they are all different pieces and they do not, I do not know how they fit together. Yes. Because, like, this portion that we're about to start talking about, I kind of did like, because that's back in Riverdale. Because essentially when Jughead and Tabitha come back from the other dimension... After they've talked to Bunker version of Omniscient Jughead and Ethel is yelling at him about how for some reason Ethel figured out that there that the dimensions exist and that the second Jughead lives in the bunker and Yeah, Ethel knows everything. Ethel understands everything and also she's everything. so mean about it. Yes, she's so I hated that. That scene I was like just like chill out for a second. So they portal back. They're like, well, we're going to leave you two. They portal back to Riverdale. And then like, what are we going to do? Veronica, during all of this, is like, oh, I'm going to go to the Babylonium. She sees three. <laughs> this was Jeff's favorite part. She sees three separate guillotines. And Jeff's like, 
do they know that you can reuse the guillotine? <laughs> but why do they have to make three of them? But she sees three guillotines. She finds out that she is not the head of the Babylonium anymore because, you know, they all got together and they decided that, like, she doesn't get to own it anymore. And now Percival Pickens owns it. And that he's keeping Kevin and Reggie and Reggie's father in the gold doubloons safe somewhere in the casino because they are going to be put to death publicly publicly yeah why i don't know i don't know why they were going to put the execution because they turned their back on percival pickens right. and there was going to be a public execution and that's what they had told brainwashed alice right and now that Jughead and Tabitha can make portals, they're like, why don't we just go make a portal and go get them out? And they're like, yeah. So they go in, they get them out with the portal. They're going to save them. And what ends up happening? And now this is the question. And something that Jeff yelled a lot about the stakes of Riverdale and how we can never trust. Like, are there any stakes in right. Riverdale? Um, because they are so often, um, like, they'll kill off characters, but they haven't in a minute. Like, I feel like a lot of the characters like, they were killed, but were they? Right, that's the thing. No one's ever actually dead in Riverdale. Right, and we don't know if these people are dead, because what Percival Pickens ends up doing, because Kevin and Kevin's dad and, and uh, or Kevin, Reggie, and Reggie's dad were saved, he executes publicly Alice... Uncle Daddy, and Sheriff Keller. Did he actually execute them, or he just said he was about to? They said that he, he no. He said that it was. They said it was already done. It was done. Right. 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 And sent them a right. picture, yeah, which right. all also apparently Percival put them all in a group chat and has all <laughs> of their numbers. By the way, I don't know when that scene happened when they exchanged digis. And earlier. then, and then when they all get the group text, Cheryl's like, "Wow, a group text that's not from Wah." I like. That. <laughs> I did love that. Which is very Cheryl. Oh man, Cheryl's looking good in this episode. And did they? Did he really kill off the last of the parents? No. In my brain. They're never going to get rid of Alice Cooper. Do you think that, like, the angels are going to go back to the suite hereafter? Like, or do you think that, like, are they going to use them? So no matter what, they're probably going to fight in the fight. Yeah. Either as angels or as people, right? The Like, like Alice, Frank, and... Sheriff Keller. Right. So are they going to come back? Because again, we didn't see them die. And you know, in Riverdale, if you don't see a person die, you never quite know if they're really dead. That's the, the the moral of this story is that if you are an actor, you should get cast in Riverdale because if, even if they kill you off, they will bring you back. Like you will, you will come back. Whether you want to or not, I think. I do not think that they killed Alice Cooper. Maybe they killed Reggie's dad who no one cares about. Or, or uncle daddy. I'm fine with it. Yeah. Whoever, Sheriff Keller, whatever. Uh, but like, I don't think they're going to kill Alice Cooper, but if they did the, you know, our ragtag scrappy crew is going to do some portal jumping. They're probably going to do some time jumping via Tabitha. They're going to undo it, I think. But I mean, lest I make predictions because who the fuck knows what's going to happen and I will be proved wrong. But I think that the, the war between good and evil, which I guess has already started, is going to involve a lot of little fixeroos and Take backsies via portals and time jumping. And I think it's going to feel really cheap in terms of what counts and what doesn't count. I think so, too. And um, 
we were wrong last episode. And I'm not going to say that I was wrong because I didn't do the research. Because I saw two different reviews <laughs> saying that this episode was the penultimate episode of Riverdale. But that's not true. There are two more. There are two, two more. more episodes of Riverdale. Somehow. There are two more of them. I can't believe it. It is a season that never ends. <laughs> and it goes on and on, my friends. It started, didn't it start? In November or like October? I don't know. I don't know how long we've been doing this. I just like, will does it ever end? I think it stopped and then it started again, I want to say, in the new year. It did, I think. I don't even know anymore, I think guys. River Vale was last fall and then this, whatever the fuck this is, started sometime in the spring. I love that they're over. That's another thing I love. I love that they are bleeding into each other. I like yes, the idea of Yes, we're finally getting some explanation like about Rivervale. Yes, and Jughead yes. at one point says, I liked the multiverse before it was cool, which is like a fun little Marvel reference, whatever. Yes. I, there are things, there's lots to like here. It's just that I need someone to hold my hand and draw me a big map and explain it all to me. And I guess that person is Jeff. I did, honestly, he had to explain it many times because I even forgot that uh, one of the things of that he had to pause it and yell too that they were trying to destroy the tracks of the ghost train that the Hell union yeah, workers had the built. The tracks. They blow up the tracks, and Jeff is like, "That's all they're gonna do." You're just going to put a couple sticks of dynamite down? He's like, where'd they get the dynamite from? That's that's not going to, you think that's going to stop a ghost train? That could be fixed in a couple of hours. And he just like couldn't, that's also, where why does the, he why couldn't the handle it. need a physical train, right? Like, I don't know. Why can't they just <laughs> teleport fucking, here? Yeah, do a portal. I don't understand. Yeah, I don't understand why they need a physical train. I don't know either. I don't know. I don't know either. Well, maybe we'll find out next week. Maybe not. We might not. But maybe we will. <laughs> but we do know that if you ever hear anyone come over and talk like this, they are evil. And you shouldn't listen to that person. Yes, they're either the devil or they are somebody who has sold their soul to the devil. One or the other. And I, can I also say that I think that the um, Puritan versions of all of them, real hot. Yeah, even Archie. Even Archie. like And like Betty with that like long hair. <laughs> and like Cheryl. I was just like. Man, they all look hot as shit. <laughs> but remember, they all would have smelled awful. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's just just covered in pig shit, I imagine. <laughs> Thank you guys so much for joining us. I I, I applaud you if you listen to us describe I know. I, was, just... I literally had a moment while we were talking where I was like, who wants to listen to us like, talk about this? Is this boring? This? I think this is boring. It must is be. it boring what we're doing? It must be. I mean, maybe, maybe it's fun trying to figure it all out together i but i think that we i needed this yes. i know that talking about it made me understand it better you're right pedagogy <laughs> i can i understand it better than i did before we started this. yes me too it does help to talk it out so we're all yes we're oh, all learning. always talk it out thank you guys for joining us thank you mj for continuing on being trapped in this world with me. Thank you, Jackie, for trapping me with you. I'd rather be trapped with no one else. Oh, me neither. It's <laughs> like we're in the bunker. Except neither one of us are Ethel. Because <laughs> Ethel can kind of get fucked right yeah, now. Sorry, fuck, fuck not sorry. Ethel. Sorry, Ethel. You're I, mean. I haven't seen you in forever, and I've lost my allegiance to you. Me too. Hell yes. Love you guys. We'll be back. Oh, I got two more episodes. We'll be back next week. <laughs> Bye, cuties. Bye. I'm a kid.
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. The legends are true. Overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes! The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of Wickdonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece Nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at Wickdonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.